What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another installment of Crime and Wine. How are you doing today? How am I doing? You always have a story. I don't know. I don't even have a story. I just don't know. (laughs) This week has kind of been a blur. It's been like stuff happening. So I genuinely couldn't tell you how I feel about anything this week. Why a blur? You had a lot going on? When do I not have a lot going on? I mean, well, last week you said you didn't have a lot of stuff. Last week was a rare quiet week. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's just been not like a lot, like the normal amount of stuff has been happening. Which is a lot. I mean, it's normal for me. But I don't know, this week just kind of happened, you know? That goes, that goes to show normal is absolutely relative. <laughs> Oh, very much so. <laughs> very much so. Because normal for me, most people look at my life and be like, you're a fucking lunatic. So I say you crazy all the time. I, you know, whatever. I don't know. It's just I know. nothing memorable happened. Nothing, like literally nothing. It, Everything it, was happening. It always feels like nothing memorable happens. Like it, it always feels that way. You just look up and you be like, where did the week go? Like, yeah, I don't I'm very much like him. It is today again. Like, it's like, how did I get here so quickly? It's so like, talk to you. It's like Wednesday through Sunday flies by. Monday and Tuesday drags like a mother effer. But me. to me, Wednesday hits and it's like boom, 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 back to work. Like, what the hell? And it's like for me, some weeks, like, I feel every day, right? And mm-hmm. some weeks just fly by. Like, I don't, ha- I never have time that drags. It's either like my body feels like I lived every single day, or I'm like, was I in a fucking coma for five days? Like, what the hell just happened? Lies <laughs> to me, man. I just be like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Yeah, it's either I have very vivid memories of each and every day or literally remember nothing. There's no, it's, they either like overwhelmed me or they didn't happen. (laughs) I guess because I wasn't overwhelmed, it's like nothing happened. Girl, I'm trying to think. I can't think of nothing this this week. (laughs) I don't think so. Yeah, it was just a relatively uneventful week, I guess. I don't know. I guess the only event that happened is I forgot my uh, debit, my uh, pin number to my debit card. And my card kept getting declined at stores. Luckily, I was with somebody that had the money to get it for me. That is such an odd story to me. It was random because I'm like, man, I don't know what the hell this, this code is. And the only thing I could think is when I got it replaced uh, after. You never reached it to yours? I think. I think I didn't set it up. Yeah. So when I kept trying, what I'm like, I know this is the pin, but I tried too many times. So it just, it locked the card, it locked my account, it locked mm-hmm. my online account, like it just locked everything. And it happened on a Saturday. So I couldn't even do nothing till Until Monday, Monday when you could talk to somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was pissed, but well, I, I, I wouldn't say I was pissed. It was just a bit of an inconvenience in all honesty. It wasn't that deep, but. Yeah. I think it's because I didn't go anywhere this weekend. I think that's why it just feels like nothing happened because over the the weekend, I didn't do anything necessarily. Like I went and I went to five stores to find lactate. 
fun. Lactate. Yeah, the little one's allergic to milk. <laughs> but why does it specifically have to be lactate? Well, it was just lactose free, but I didn't want to buy nut milk because I don't, I haven't done an allergy panel on her yet. So I didn't want to buy nut milks and then run the risk of it being an allergy there too, you know? You know what? I, I actually heard that um, medical professionals are saying that when you expose your children to stuff at an earlier age, they tend not to be allergic to it. Oh, I know. It's, it, well, this is the thing, right? Like she's had like peanut butter and stuff. And so I know it's not like a peanut allergy, but she had a weird reaction to the almond milk. So I didn't want to give her that. And she doesn't like oat milk and cashew milk is weird. So here we are. Here we are. There's other like nut milks out there that I haven't investigated and, you know, other options soy milk is nasty so i'm not even gonna buy that rice milk she likes rice right i've never attempted to have that i don't know if she likes rice though um i don't cook rice i'm about no i'm trying to think because you know i'm a rice girl so i'm, I'm like 98 percent sure she ate rice in my house you know I'll, i'm always eating got down on rice yeah, I genuinely cannot say the last time I made rice. Like, I just don't make because I, I can't eat it, so I never think about it. I understand. I love rice. Yeah, I because I can't eat it, I just don't think about it. I think I think I'm pretty sure she's had it in my house, but I don't know. I, I could be mistaken. Ain't no telling. <laughs> Over here, all she want to eat is chicken nuggets. So <laughs> I don't have no time for that. We I will eating. give her applesauce though, because I like yeah. applesauce too. So we oh, they go through three jars a week over here. <laughs> we eat applesauce together. <laughs> it's a lot of applesauce that happens in my house. And I don't even like applesauce. That's the wild part. Applesauce is delicious, especially the Granny Smith. Whatever. What are you drinking? <laughs> um, I am drinking it. No lie. The reason I bought this is I was looking, I was like, that looks cute and refreshing. Looks like it's gonna be delicious when it's cold. Um, it could be Pompeo, Pompello, but I'm thinking Pompeo. Huh. I don't know. Um, Sauvignon Blanc. So <laughs> I laugh at that because at the baby shower, your cousin, the father of your cousin's child, third, I thought I said Sauvignon Blanc. I said, why would I say that? What? And he said, so if I go, because he liked it, he's like, so if I go up there and be like, can I have a Sauvignon Blanc? They know what I'm talking about. I'm like, no, they're going to look at you like you're stupid. <laughs> what? Can I have a Sauvignon Blanc? Sauvignon Blanc. I'm like, that's not what I said, but if that's what you heard, you know what, do your thing. <laughs> All right. I will make sure to bring that young man a serving your black. <laughs> I'm going to bring like, oh my gosh. gosh. This He's, he will have. lemons here. I was like, that look, look like it's going to be lemons do give that it's very citrusy and refreshing. Yes. The description is really telling me it's not. But it, no, this is really good. It, it's, it, is, it is citrusy. And as you can clearly see, I liked it. Yeah, I said. <laughs> but this is really good. I like this. I'm going to get this again. Mm, I've never seen that before. So I also wouldn't buy it because I don't like citrus heavy wines because acid reflux, you know, my my body be like, bitch, get out of here. So it's 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 pretty it's pretty citrusy. It 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 is. Yeah, the, the lemons it, aren't there just for picture. Yeah, it like it's almost. It's almost tart. 
no. And I, you know, I love tart. See, I don't mind tart. I don't like citrus tart. It's like different, you know? Well, what tart do you, what else is tart? I mean, there's other things that are tart that's not citrus. Like, like if it's like a, like a, where it's like when stuff gets aged and it gets a little tart, I like that. Or like. That's why I went to vinegar. Like a yeasty type of tart or like a vinegary type. I, I don't mind that. It's like that citrus tart. I can't really get sale. I think I like all the tart in yeah. all honesty. Citrus tart, uh, fermented tart. Um, but I just, well, I hate yogurt, but um, oh, I, love I do like that flavor. I love yogurt. I hate yogurt. Um, I've, I've tried multiple kinds, but anyway, what are you drinking? I have the same brand as last week, I believe. Was I drinking bread and butter last week? I don't remember what week I had this. I believe so. Yeah, but I had a red last week. Yes, yes. 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 This you said it was that kind of like- It was the bridge one. Really... Yeah, it was a cab. It was a bridge one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This week I have bread and butter, but it is a Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> a serving your block. It's a serving your block. Um, <laughs> That's going to be what it's called. I'm drinking serving your block. It's I have a bread and butter serving your block. <laughs> <laughs> this one, though, said- this is a this is a good palate cleanser wine. I like that's what this is <laughs> because it's like you get the flavors right, but it's not overpowering power free you know <laughs> sometimes i wouldn't be able to hold it together if you didn't try to go back and fix it, I, it sometimes the edibles kick in my tongue down where <laughs> you know how it is everybody here that listens to us regularly has heard me say my tongue don't work it'd be like <laughs> everybody know it just is what it is but it's um it's like, this is a good one if you don't have like a sorbet between courses. Yeah. This is a good one, but it's also light enough that you could just sit and sip it or have it with, and you can pair it with a variety of cheeses. Like I was thinking about the cheese pairings I would do. There's quite a few. Like this is, remember when we went to, this is, I'm going on a tangent, but follow. Remember when we went to the wine bar here in the city? birthday yes for my birthday yes, yes. um do you remember because i think we ordered the same the same flight if i'm not mistaken yes um do you remember the one white that was on oh. that right oh because this <laughs> is reminiscent of what's so funny <laughs> i'm an asshole it was so funny it didn't matter what the hell you asked me i was not i don't remember any one specific thing out of the whole night. It's not like I was drunk or anything. It's just that nothing stood oh, out would. enough. Nothing stood out enough where it'd be like, oh, I remember that thing. I was trash, but I remember that particular wine. You you were intoxicated. Yeah, I was trash. Um, but also they had got me drunk before I got to you. I got drunk at work. And then <laughs> Yes, my bosses got me drunk at work because it was like, it's your birthday. No, I didn't get that drunk because I'm, I remembered the ride home. I don't. 
Yeah. Michelle, how did we? I said, girl, you took me some other place. I ain't never been on this train before. <laughs> but you I don't even remember getting on a train. I don't, I don't remember. I don't, I don't even remember getting on the train. That's the wild part. <laughs> she was just like, okay, we're going this way, then we're going to stop here, and then we're going to get an Uber. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, clearly, I was. I was coherent enough to get a car. I mean, I believe you, but I was also coherent enough where I'm, if we got lost, I was like, okay, I can figure it out if we get lost. I was coherent enough to get us home. That is all. That <laughs> yes. Matters. It was so funny because the next day you was like, how do we get home? I was like, girl, was, you don't remember being on the train? You said, no. Very confused. What? <laughs> you don't remember the Uber? He's like, no. <laughs> I was incredibly confused. Last thing I remember was being at the wine bar. Then I woke up in my bed. I was very confused where the rest of the night went. I saw pictures on my Instagram I don't remember taking. Like, it was, it was fun, though. A wild time. If y'all want to see my shenanigans, they're on my Instagram. It was fun. It was fun. But you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. So... It's coming up on Easter season, you know, the one time a year when people go to church. Some of y'all go to church. One out of three. Most people only go to church on Easter. New Year's Eve, Easter, Christmas. Only Catholics go to church on New Year's Eve. No, you'd be surprised. (laughs) But go ahead. Most people do Christmas Eve service, but not Christmas. But Easter and Mother's Day that's when people go to church <laughs> so because we're at the time of year where y'all go to church and pretend like y'all be going here i decided i don't pretend no more because i just know i don't be going to nobody's church and i just don't pretend no more <laughs> but i decided to let's look let's go down the the road of the of the christian swindler the you know one of the many who was out here pilfering for jesus <laughs> i mean they was we talking about the alamo christian foundation alamo christian foundation mm-hmm. okay so they were founded in 1969 by evangelist tony alamo and one of his wives susan alamo one of his wives one of, oh wait hold on one of his wives as in he had more than one at the same time or one of his wives that he had different ones up on divorces let's get there okay so tony alamo he was born to a jewish family in the 60s he worked in hollywood as a pop singer under the names mark hoffman and marcus abad in the 60s in the 60s he was a singer Okay. He also owned the Little Mark, Alamo and Talamo Records record label in the 60s. His wife was married two times before him. She had a daughter. She came to Hollywood to be an actress. She converted from Judaism to Christianity and then became an evangelist before she met Tony Alamo, who was going by Mark Hoffman, you know, under his pseudonym for his performance or whatever. Um, so they were both married when they met. They both divorced their spouses and they got married in 66 in Las Vegas. 
and then legally changed their name to Tony Alamo and Susan Alamo because that wasn't their original names. They had other names at first. You following me? It's a lot of name changes this early. But uh, so Tony and Susan founded the Alamo Christian Foundation in 1969 in Hollywood. But, you know, quickly, the church became the subject of controversy. It was criticized for its manner of evangelization. I didn't even know that was a verb. I did not know it was a verb ver version of evangel evangelical. There, you know, I had no idea. So I learned something new today. I no, felt like I was gonna read Rainbow. No, I'm about to look it up. You said evangel what now? What just evangelization? Evangelization. Mm-hmm. Because it often involved young young members of the congregation walking the streets of Hollywood and inviting people to convert to Christianity and taking them to church for evening service, evening services in Agua Dolce, which is about an hour away. It just simply means to preach the gospel. Yeah, I didn't know there was a verb. Preach the gospel too. To I didn't know evangelical turned into a verb. So there I you go. Either. But I also don't use the word evangelical often enough to know the conjugations of said words so <laughs> nor do i nor do i so they you know they take them an hour away so they can do the evangelical meeting and have a meal most of those individuals choose to stay and become bible students and lay ministers in 1976 the church relocated to dyer arkansas which is where Susan grew up. That's where the church started to get big and it grew by several hundred members It established a printing facility, a school and a tabernacle. So it like went to Arkansas and blew up. Those that were involved in the church developed several businesses in the Alma area. As the church expanded, it established churches in Nashville, Chicago, Brooklyn and Miami Beach. They were franchised. The church was franchised. <laughs> they said, we're going to get all of the coin from all of the city. And all cities I really like. I really enjoy going to these places. So, you know. Among the businesses which Alamo started was they would, some of the businesses that they had, they were decorating denim jackets. They was airbrushing. They was out here getting the girls together for their freestyle pictures at school. Like, it was not freestyle. <laughs> Where you and your homies could take them pictures together knowing y'all ain't gonna talk no more once y'all graduate. <laughs> Put all kinds of thought in them, too. Outfits just be matching. Hair stacked. Yes. <laughs> So many of the Hollywood celebrities were wearing their airbrushed and decorated denim jackets, including Michael Jackson, who wore a modified leather Alamo jacket on the cover of his album, Bad. That well, leather you know jacket it up. he had on on the cover of Bad, which I look at all the time, is from the Alamo Christian Foundation. The church's projects also included Nashville's largest country western clothing store. 
And there's some pretty big ones in Nashville, I have to say. I've gone to quite a few country western clothing stores because in my mind, I'm going to buy cowboy boots, but in real life, I know they're going to hurt my feet, so I never do. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> my kids had, one of my kids has a pair. She loves them. She wants to wear them all the time. Yes, I can see your child wearing them. I, keep, I always say I'm going to get a pair because I go down there so much. I'm like, I'm just going to get a pair of cowboy boots because I'm always here. But I haven't. I mean, I, I do go to Nashville a lot. Two to three times a year. That's a lot to go to one place. I think so, personally. Because I definitely go down there two to three times a year. So. <laughs> but anyway, back to the church they published religious tracts and distributed tapes of sermons you know of course sermons by tony and susan because they're not selling nobody else's words they're like you're gonna get what they're saying because they know right. what they're talking <laughs> right so you know the church members of course helped them to produce the tapes and the records and stuff like that in the 1970s they launched a national television ministry now I don't think most people understand how expensive it was to get television airtime in the 70s. Because even it's not cheap, but like a PBS type thing is cheap now. Like you can get PBS now for a couple hundred dollars. But nobody like, watches PBS anymore. Nobody really watches PBS now. But not that reading rainbow going. It's, yeah, I mean, and Arthur now <laughs> and Wishbone, all the good ones. Ah, my Wishbone, <laughs> Wishbone is the shit. We be watching Wishbone here. <laughs> That's the shit. But anyway, but if you think about it in the seventy, first of all, two hundred fifty thousand seventy was like a lot of money because you know you could buy a car for like four thousand dollars, a brand new car for like four thousand dollars in the seventies. So two fifty is a lot of money. But then the airtime, because people really did watch PBS because it wasn't like, because cable was just not kind of getting off the ground. And it was, it was still kind of unaffordable for a lot of people. So they were like selling you airtime on PBS for like a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars $2,000, you know, for like two or three hours. That's a lot of money if you just like supposed to be like an upstart church. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not cheap. That's like thirteen hundred dollars today. Yeah, for an an hour or two of airtime, like, and you're an upstart church. That's not cheap. Yeah. So it's like people got to kind of keep that in mind. Well, April eighth, nineteen eighty two, tragedy struck. I had to be dramatic about it. You know. Not always dramatic. It's like it was a book that we read. <laughs> 17 days after she turned 57, Susan Alamo died of breast cancer in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was reported that she believed she would rise from the dead. So her body was embalmed and kept on display for six months at the church before it was entombed in a heart-shaped marble mausoleum on the property. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
they literally kept okay. my body in like a box in the lobby <laughs> like walk past susan to come to church you have to say it like that <laughs> i mean that's what they did <laughs> susan says hello they had her laying out there like she was sleeping beauty or something just on the slab in the church foyer like well we gotta walk by the bodies to get to jesus i don't understand <laughs> So in 1991, now this is about nine years after Susan died, it said over those nine years, Tony kind of lost his shit, for lack of a better term. (laughs) He, I bet he did, spiraled into paranoid insanity over those years. Um, In 1991, the federal government confiscated the entire church. Sheesh, why? <laughs> I'm done. Okay. <laughs> when the agents got there, Susan's body wasn't, had been removed. Her daughter, the reason why the federal government came is because her daughter, who was estranged, the daughter she had when she met him, over the years, they became estranged. Her, uh, her name is also Christianen. But she brought, she filed a lawsuit against Tony for stealing her mom's body. And then her stepfather obtained a court order requiring that the body be returned. Wait, her daughter, they, wait, the daughter stole the body is what he was saying? The, the daughter said that her stepfather stole her mom's body to put it on display. Oh, it was stolen to be put in the church. Got it. Right. Not stolen when the agents the church. got there, the body wasn't there. And then after, because they came, they raided, there was no body. So then he then sued her daughter saying that she stole the body and needed to return it. Of course, we know that's not true. He had it the whole time. He just moved it. This sounds very weird. (laughs) So going back to 1982, which is the same year that Susan Alamo died. Remember, this is Alamo Christian Foundation. So it's a church, but it's a foundation too. That becomes important at this juncture of the story. The foundation was discontinued and replaced by a newly incorporated Music Square Church. Because by being Music Square Church, now you get tax exempt status versus as a foundation that didn't have an official 501c on the record, you have to pay taxes like every other business because you weren't, you didn't have nonprofit clearance for your foundation, probably because you couldn't get it because you got to have a certain number of years in service to get that. That's correct. Mm-hmm. So, Music Square Church was granted 501c status in 1981, but then in 1996, they retroactively revoked it. Okay. They said, no, bitch, you don't get tax exempt from now, from the past, from the future. Fuck you, bitch. Like, you know. <laughs> You, you saying bitch remind me of that dude. 
talking like the uh, restaurants. Okay. <laughs> it's, 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 you gotta see him. But he be putting his face on restaurants and they be fighting McDonald's and Wendy's, Papa Murphy's and uh, Little Caesars and Pizza Hut. <laughs> I also have a fun bonus thing because it's kind of a scam, but not really for the end of the episode. <laughs> because I know I teased y'all a few weeks ago. I'm still working on the Yeah, crypto. being funny. I'm still working on the crypto one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the IRS commissioner found that the, the MSC was so closely operated and controlled by and for the benefit of Tony Alamo, that it enjoyed no substantive independent existence, i.e. this shit is a sham. <laughs> so it because MSC was inseparable from Tony Alamo and failed to operate for exclusively charitable purposes, this is why their 501c status was revoked and retroactively revoked because they said, bitch, you tried it. Uh, basically. <laughs> MSC, MSC was sued and lost in United States Court of Federal Claims. It also lost the appeal in the Court of Claims in 1999. He tried to appeal? He did try to appeal. Tony Alamo's a nut job. Clearly. Tony Alamo was arrested numerous times, <laughs> beginning with an illegal weapons possession charge in 1966, for which he served time for, all the way up to his 2009 conviction on 10 counts of transporting minors across state lines for sex. He was out here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> He was out here. Like, Tony's terrible. He's a bad man. Really? He is a really, really bad man. <laughs> so in June of 2013, I'm also going to talk more about the, like, church in a second. I just wanted to get through, like, the Alamos before we start talking about the church, because the church is another whole separate wild-ass entity. In June 2013, the federal government filed forfeiture and collection actions in federal court on 27 properties, which were owned by members of Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, in an attempt to collect $2.5 million in restitution that Alamo was ordered to pay his victims. You know, the 10 minors that he sex trafficked. It's like, you're a pastor, sir. What are we doing here? That's how they be getting them. It's like, it's, it's easy access when you do stuff like that. Yeah. The U.S. attorney's office argued and won that the owners were only owners in names. They were show buyers because the properties were really under LMO's control. And... May 2nd, 2017, while he was in the custody of the Federal Medical Center in Buntner, North Carolina, Tony Alamo died. He was 82 years old. Okay. The Alamo Ministries did post a notice of his death on their website homepage, but it has not posted a notice of succession nor what is stated with its future plans are. So it hasn't done nothing since 2017. So 
let's just get into some of the beliefs and practices of the church so you will understand kind of what he was running and this will also explain why there's no successors the church was protestant and pentecostal in nature but it often referred to as a sect of the jesus movement it was extremely anti-catholic only accepted the king james version of the bible its members adhered to a moral code which condemned and forbade the use of drugs homosexuality adultery birth control and abortion Individuals who sought to join the church and become involved in its rehabilitation program took a vow of poverty and agreed to turn all their money and property over to the church. It was a cult. Hey. In return, their own needs would be met and their children would receive basic education through high school. Oh yeah, that's um that's that's a cult. Yeah. There is a documentary about this. It is um called ministry of evil the twisted cult of tony alamo i did not watch all of it i watched a part and then i started reading it because i knew i wanted to talk about a televangelist but i wanted to talk about somebody that everybody don't talk about yeah i watched a little of it and then i started just reading not not the one that sell the holy water still <laughs> that still blows my mind i'm like There's you so really? many and then when you start getting into the ones in other countries like the pastor in Africa who says that his dick has healing properties, so he fucks his whole church. He's like fucked all the women in his church because he says his dick has healing properties because it's blessed by Jesus. Ain't nobody he that literally uses Jesus horny. to sexually assault people. That ain't nobody that got doggone horny. Like, are you kidding me? It's like you're using Jesus to rape people. Are we for oh, real oh right now? Like, what is happening? or the one in Oklahoma who like put his spit on that man's face like we ain't uh, uh. in a whole panda express right now <laughs> like what he used it as like like it was Fenty fat water or something we in the nasty. middle of a Pantene Pro V and you don't wipe your fucking spit on somebody's that face nasty. that was so nasty that was disgusting <laughs> even if it wasn't no pandemic that shit's disgusting like what are we doing here are you for real like you gonna come up in the middle of this Panera bread and wipe your spit. Come up with another name. Come up with another name and within this one conversation. <laughs> I was wondering how long it was gonna take you to come up with that. another god doggone name and I'm gonna slam this. I was gonna keep going till you got mad. <laughs> come up with another damn name and so I would have peed. I'm gonna close this bitch. <laughs> But in the mini in the mini series, which I told you I didn't watch all of it, but I watched enough. It describes their founding and running of the Tony and Susan Alamo Christian Foundation, which it has been categorized as a cult and a anti-LGBTQ movement. <laughs> but it talks about how the Alamos became rich by exploiting their followers and talks about Tony Alamo being a child abuser, a polygamist, and a pedophile. That you can also see his videotape deposition if you watch that documentary. And they also talked to the FBI agent who brought the cult down. So if you're, if you want to know more about Tony Alamo, because I know this isn't one that's like talked about a lot, it's actually kind of hard to 
find information because a lot of people don't talk about Tony Alamo because he was one of the small time joints. There's considering a, all the kind of stuff that happened, yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is my bonus thing because I just think it's funny and borderline scam, right? Like, so you've heard like we work. We work is a scam. We just haven't been able to figure it out yet. No, I mean, <laughs> the people that got scammed, they're not claiming be victims, so there's no That's scam. That's what I'm saying. We, if we work is a scam. People just ain't, ain't realizing shit. <laughs> this is not, I don't know, not really a scam, more like a retaliation at somebody else's expense. All right. So you've heard Pusha T's diss song to McDonald's? McDonald's, no. So Pusha T did a song. Arby's just released a fish sandwich. And Pusha T made a song about Arby's fish sandwich, but it's a diss to McDonald's and their filet of fish. I heard somebody talking about it. Okay. So the reason why this became funny to me, and <laughs> it's kind of like, like a revenge scam to me, is because you know the ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. You know that he wrote was, that, didn't he? He did with Justin yeah. Timberlake because Justin Timberlake sang the song originally, and him, the clips, and Justin Timberlake wrote it together. Well, they were paid a million dollars each for it. Okay. Now, mind you, McDonald's has made like twelve billion dollars off this fucking. I'm about to say, if they offer you a million, say no. Right. Ask for residuals because they know they're getting ready to get some money. Exactly. They got no residuals. They, you know, whatever. So <laughs> it's so funny because everybody except Pusha T kind of moved on from it because Justin was like, well, fuck it. I just won't sing the song no more. We're going to act like the shit never happened. He literally does not acknowledge it. Malice is doing his I think he's a preacher or something now he's like doing his own thing literally not acknowledging this Pusha T is like fuck this shit so he should we when arose, he did the song with Arby's to diss McDonald's but a hundred percent because he's pissed that he felt like they took advantage of him when he was little so it's kind of like McDonald's scammed them and now he he has retaliated 20 some years later. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with it personally. It is hilarious to me. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with it because big companies always taking advantage of people when they're young. Yeah. Either, you know, have all this light and, and potential and all that. They like, you can, it doesn't matter how good you are. Mm -hmm. Somebody starts offering you any amount of money for what you enjoy doing, you like, hell yeah, I'm going to take it right right now. And then a million dollars, especially back then, you know, a million dollars now is different than a million dollars 20 years ago. <laughs> but it was like a million dollars, like you said, 20 years ago. Like we were coming off of Justin's first album, Clip's first album. Like they were still, I mean, yeah, Justin had success with NSYNC, but he was a new solo artist. Clips had just kind of happened, you know. So it made because I'm loving it was like 2001, 
because it wasn't long after Justin's first album came out. So I want to say like 2002, 2003. A million dollars in 2000 will be equal to $1,647,595.82. So $1.65 million is what that is. Yeah, so it's like, and if you think about it now, a million sounds like a lot until you look at how much houses cost. A million sounds like a lot until Uncle Sam asks for his, and then your but manager asks for theirs. Even, then- even if, even if for some reason somebody just hands you a million dollars, it sounds like a lot until you look at housing prices. And then you realize real quick, you just spent 600000 on a house. That's not even like a mansion. It's just like a house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like a million dollars sounds like a lot until you think about like, think about it in practical senses, right? Because if you pay your house off 100%, you spend $600,000, $700,000. I know how big your house is. If you pay your car off 100%, you just spent a hundred thousand dollars or you know whatever it is sound like a lot until you put it in your life (laughs) i I mean i i I will agree with that i mean i'll I'll, the the numbers you're throwing out is most of the population while it's actually the minority portion of the country if that makes sense does that make sense yeah it does it completely makes sense but i'm also throwing out numbers that i've been looking at because of where i live because you know you're in new york Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So trying to buy a house. So I'm throwing out numbers of like where I live. But then I think even think about when I bought the house, you know, there or down here. Yeah. Yeah. That was still when it was all said and done, $160,000. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. In the grand scheme of things, yes. It, it, a million dollars. I said that before. Like, don't get me wrong. I would thoroughly enjoy a million dollars. Really, I also understand. At only 35 years old, a million dollars ain't getting me far. It's not I'm gonna have to know how to deal with that million dollars to you know get it to work for me where I ain't gotta work no more. Yeah, because I mean, literally just doing regular day-to-day stuff. If you pay for shit straight out all the way through, just buying basic shit, you can run through a million dollars in a couple years. Like million dollars is not a lot of money, really. It don't. It don't go as far as people think it does. It doesn't. It does not. It sounds good, but it, 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 does. it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's all I got. This is like a short episode today. It was a short episode. Well, we've been having long ones. One last one last week, like two hours. Something like that. <laughs> I'm also kind of tired. So <laughs> you know how it is. Now this is, and I, and I need to go back to work. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm still kind. I'm still now. Full disclosure, people listening. We record this at night. <laughs> we record these at eight, nine o'clock at night. And I just said I have to go back to doing work. So that tells you what my life is like, right? Yeah, that sucks because I am getting ready to. I mean, I guess I'm still got an adult because I got to go fold these clothes that I washed. Oh, that's the part I hate. Fold these clothes, <laughs> sweep this floor, put this these dishes in the dishwasher. Ugh. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit of work before I go to bed, and then I'm gonna get up hella early and do more work. Adulthood is the worst hood to live. Yeah, in. no, this shit is ghetto. I don't know why people want to grow up. But on that note, 
Hope y'all enjoyed the shorter episode this week. You know, we're going to come back yes. next week with something longer. I guarantee it because I yes. know how we do. We throw in these random short ones when it's been a lot, you know, going on. Yes. Um, But like, share, subscribe, rate, all review, things. do all the things you need to do. If you want, like, tell your friends to listen. We enjoy new people. We love our little family that we've created over here. And we like for y'all to add to it. Um, Absolutely. In this coming year, we're trying to get some things going, some fun yes. stuff happening yes. for you guys. So be on the lookout. Like, it's a little hard because we're in different states, but we're right. figuring it out. Yes. So just be on the lookout for all of that. Like we got some things happening. Also, shout out to the listener who told me last week that I uploaded the wrong audio. You a real one. Nice, thanks. Good job for pointing that out to me. I was able to catch it early enough that I could switch it in. Most of y'all got the perfect listening experience. But if you did happen to hear last week when you went to listen, I know most of y'all listened after five o'clock, so most of y'all didn't hear this, but. If you were one of the early listeners and you happen to hear what sounded like a repeat, it has been fixed. Go back, listen to last week's because the the right audio is there now. <laughs> so shout out to you again. I know you're listening. You a real one. <laughs> Thank you much. So yeah. All right. All right. All right. On that note, we will see y'all next week. Peace next out. Week. Bye y'all.